ancient and middle ages, a network of caravan paths linked the eastern and western civilizations. For centuries long, caravans moved along dusty roads carrying precious gems and silk, spices and dyes, gold and silver. This was the legendary Silk Road. A greater part of this road ran through Central Asia, and along it came into existence many nations and cultures. Some of them fell into oblivion, leaving nameless ruins. Others lived to amaze the world with their riches. It is believed that when Earth first appeared in the universe, the gods lit it with the sun and moon, and then came down to see it for themselves. They found here a land so beautiful, so enchanting, they called it the Tian Shan, or the Celestial Mountains, and decided to stay here forever. Tian Shan encloses within its protective embrace the magic land of Kyrgyzstan, a land said to be hanging between earth and space, created and preserved by the gods. Situated in the northeast part of Central Asia, Kyrgyzstan borders Kazakhstan in the north, Uzbekistan in the west, Tajikistan in the southwest, and China in the southeast. The boundless expanse of the Tian Shan Mountains extends for over 2,000 kilometers. Between the ranges, vast mountain valleys run east to west. From sultry lowland to high mountain ranges, Kyrgyzstan abounds in natural beauty. Landlocked and far from the oceans of the world, this remote land is one of the most beautiful places in creation. Beyond the lofty peaks of Tian Shan, from the plateau of the Pamir Range, rise the great Himalayas, the highest mountain chain in the world. A spectacle of immense proportions, it provides a dramatic link between Central Asia and the Indian subcontinent. Under the shadow of the Himalayan range lies an ancient land, a land rich in history and tradition with a civilization that stretches back in an unbroken sweep over 5,000 years. India, the largest democracy in the world, the birthplace of some of the greatest religions, a nation of 900 million multi-religious, multilingual people.
relationship with Central Asia can be traced back to a remote past. But it was during the reign of the Kushanas that the links between the two reached their zenith. It was during this period that the great Silk Road came into being. Connecting India with China, Central Asia, Persia and the Roman Empire. The geographical location of Kyrgyzstan ensured its importance on the Silk Road. From the very beginning, three branches of the route ran through the land. With trade and migration, religion too spread along the Silk Route. From its birthplace in India, Buddhism spread to Central Asia, and left a profound impact on the region. Some Silk Road caravansaries became flourishing centers of Buddhist learning, and a number of legacies from this era still remain. Buddhist temples and sculptures have been excavated at numerous sites in Kyrgyzstan. The excavations have shown us that a huge part of those days of Kyrgyzstan was in, uh, influenced by the ideas of Buddhism. Buddhism as a religion might not have uh, found acceptable, acceptability, but ideas were there, very much there. In ancient times, present-day Kyrgyzstan formed a common territory with the eastern Turkestan region, a region with which India has deep historical and civilizational links. Socio-cultural ties between India and Central Asia flourished in the medieval period. The founding of the Mughal dynasty by Baba, believed to originally hail from the town of Osh in southern Kyrgyzstan, further cemented the ties. The historical importance of Osh is further underlined by the holy Suleiman mountain. It was called Baraku, or Beautiful Mountain, until the 16th century. The new name was given when the Muslim prophet Suleiman was buried at the foot of the mountain. The mountain has an inclined plate of marble limestone shining at its summit. It's believed that the stone has shined ever since Solomon himself sat there. According to legend, if you roll down the inclined slope, the holy stone will heal you of all your illnesses and bring you luck. For the Muslims of the Fergana Valley, the Suleiman Mountain is a second Mecca, and hundreds of believers come here to pray. house, said to have been built by Baba on the Suleiman mountain, has now been reconstructed. The aesthetic spirit of the descendants of Baba is reflected in the magnificence of the Mughal monuments, which they built in India.
Osh celebrated 3,000 years of existence in the year 2000. Confirming its position as one of the most interesting archaeological and historical cities of past epochs. Today, the Osh Bazaar remains the largest in Central Asia. With its distinct oriental colors and spices, the bazaar attracts thousands of visitors. foothills of the Kyrgyz range lies the largest city of the republic, the capital Bishkek. Founded in the second half of the 19th century, Bishkek is one of the most green cities in Central Asia, with about 150 different kinds of trees and bushes planted in the streets of the city. The city has a linear structure with broad avenues, numerous parks and squares, and silent monuments of leaders. The Alato Square is the heart of the country. It's the seat of the president and the headquarters of the government. Placed along the Silk Route, on the historic crossroads of trade and cultural exchanges, Kyrgyzstan dates back to many thousand years of antiquity and history. The timeless ages have strewn countless riches on this land of high mountains. Much of Kyrgyz history has been learned from the legendary epic of Manas. Comprising of more than a million poetic verses, it's the story of a Kyrgyz warrior who led his people in a heroic battle against invaders. The saga gives an insight into all aspects of traditional Kyrgyz life. Passed down the ages through the singing bards or the manachis, the Epic of Manas has a rich oral tradition and a 3,000-year-old history. It's now been translated into Hindi for the people of India. Then Manas, the central hero, is, has been throughout inspiring these people. Manas kept them one, Manas gave them national identity, and Manas uh, replaced for a long period the religion. Manas is a cult. 
Manas is a god, it's divine power. As Manas is important to the Kyrgyz, for the people of India, it's the great spiritual epic of the Mahabharata that exerts tremendous cultural influence. Depicting the great war between the Pandavas and the Kauravas, it's a literary and spiritual marvel. A story of good against evil, of families in turmoil, of jealousy and betrayal, and at the heart of it all, a fight for the truth. The people of Kyrgyzstan are familiar with the two great epics of India. While the Ramayana has been dubbed into Kyrgyz and is regularly aired on television, the Mahabharat too has been translated into Kyrgyz. The great Indian epic Mahabharata was translated by me and by my friend Kenesh Jusupov, the people's writer, very talented writer. And the, when Mahabharata was translated into Kyrgyz language, the audience, Kyrgyz, they, in all schools were distributed and they find very many similar things there. The Kyrgyz have a lot in common with the Indian people. Respect for tradition and strong family ties are part of the social fabric. Like the Indians, the Kyrgyz are a gracious and hospitable people. Every visitor is warmly welcomed and a lavish meal spread out for their pleasure. Kyrgyz cuisine adopts the best from Eastern and European cookery, while retaining its authentic and national flavour. Food includes meat, potatoes and milk products. The main staple of the Kyrgyz diet is their bread. Baked in a tandoor like the Indian naan, it's part of every meal. like their food smooth, retaining the natural flavour and look. But a plate of spicy chilli food is always welcome as a side dish. The pride of the Kyrgyz people is kumis, a healing drink of mare's milk. Dhaba is India's favourite eatery. For the Kyrgyz, the Chai Khana is the place to meet your friends over a cup of tea. The traditional way of life of the Kyrgyz is also reflected in their arts and crafts. (laughs) 
Each object created by the hands and heart of the Kyrgyz artist is unique and visual evidence of the nation's talent. In ornaments, on carpets, in metalwork and wood carving, the intricate Kyrgyz patterns reveal a rich imagination. In each of these are motifs which represent the people's condition of life and their surroundings. The shape of the Kyrgyz national hat, Ak Kolpak, resembles the white snowed tops of the Tian Shan. The Kyrgyz tent, the yurt, is a masterpiece of folk art. Here, all things are made of natural parts of the animal. It's easy to assemble and to carry from place to place. India shares with Kyrgyzstan a great tradition of arts and crafts. For centuries, Indian craftsmen have produced things of great aesthetic and functional value. Quality, beauty and sophistication of Indian designs and materials have astounded the world. Be it carpets, brocades, papier-mâché or stone inlay, the artisan tradition of India is richly represented the world over. in the world have such an ancient and diverse culture as India. Even today, Indians are highly influenced by values of the past. Respect for tradition and strong family ties are part of the social fabric. The Kyrgyz have always had a soft corner for the people of India. While Indian leaders have become household names in the whole of Central Asia, in Kyrgyzstan itself, there is a deep association with India. One of the most prominent streets in Bishkek has been named after Mahatma Gandhi, while children are often called Indra after Indra Gandhi.
100 Indian students are studying in Kyrgyzstan in various disciplines. Three centers of Indian studies have been opened in Kyrgyz universities. In Bishkek, the capital city, the Humanities University has a separate department known as the Mahatma Gandhi Center, which specializes in the historical and cultural legacy of India. We have established a very good relationship with India. Our university was the first one to form a research center named after Mahatma Gandhi. The idea of creating a center was born for the purpose of making our new generation open and tolerant and patriotic to the motherland. The Osh University too has an Indian study center. Designed by eminent Indian scholars, it focuses on the study of ancient and modern India. We hope our education policy will not just be to provide education to everyone, but it will be our effort that educated people should find jobs. This phase of comprehensive development will be so that young educated people will be given job places. In India, the works of the famous Kyrgyz writer Chinggis Aitmatov, who was shortlisted for the Nobel Prize for Literature, are part of the syllabus in Jawaharlal Nehru University, New Delhi. He was one of the first writers for us in the whole of the Soviet Union who could raise this question of uh, this environment, how to preserve our rivers, our lakes, our forests, and how uh, the whole scene... Uh, bold thinking has been anthropocentric, that the man is the center, man is the only force, man is the supreme force. And it has proved to be wrong. No, this earth does not belong to man only. It belongs to all those who are in this, on this earth. He is ambassador of Kyrgyzstan to, I think, European countries with his office in Belgium. But then he was those days in Kyrgyzstan undergoing treatment. And our ambassador arranged this meeting. He arranged a dinner for Chinggis Aitmatov and we could sit with him the whole evening, three, four hours. It's a real, real opportunity. But then I, uh, Aitmatov presented me his latest novel. This is called Cassandra Dag in Hindi. Tavro uh, Cassandri in Russian. He said, look, I will give autograph only to the Hindi edition of this book. Otherwise, you take this. Anyway, I said, okay, it will be done. And next year, that is in 1999, the world was to celebrate 75th anniversary of this great writer. And India did not want to lag behind. And we, within one year, I completed. Of course, I did not translate it. It was translated by our colleague. But I was uh, 
giving all the help so that it could be published within one year. And on the occasion of 75th birthday anniversary, the book was presented to Aitmatov in Kyrgyzstan. And also a special uh, edition of the embassy journal was devoted to Aitmatov. Indian movies, especially popular Hindi cinema, have played a major role in cementing the close ties between the two countries. India has the unique distinction of producing the largest number of films anywhere in the world. Most Indians, cinema is integral to their lives. Films have served as a useful and emphatic medium to portray social, economic and political realities of Indian society at different times. Hindi films are extremely popular in Kyrgyzstan. From the early movies of Raj Kapoor and Nargis, who are perennial favourites, to the newer stars, the Kyrgyz have liked them all. Songs from Indian films are enjoyed too, with some Kyrgyz actually being able to hum a line or two. I think that I was connected with India for all through my life because our generation was mainly um, brought up in the on Indian movies and songs and uh, I used to sing Indian songs myself so uh, this was the song I sang Mera juta hai Japani ye patloon 
इंग्लिस्तानी सर पे लाल टोपी रूसी फिर भी दिल है हिंदुस्तानी मेरा जूता है जापानी ये पतलून इंग्लिस्तानी सर पे लाल टोपी रूसी फिर भी दिल है हिंदुस्तानी मेरा जूता है जापानी After the collapse of the Soviet Union, Kyrgyzstan finally emerged as an independent nation on the 31st of August 1991. Democratic principles formed the basis of a new political system. Men Askar Akayev Kyrgyz Respublikasının prezidenti kızmatına girişip yatıp Kırgız Respublikası'nın konstitüsyonu India's experience in democracy and state building with a multilingual and multicultural population can be an immense help to Kyrgyzstan. Today, Kyrgyzstan's cosmopolitan population of almost 5 million is a unique mix of over 80 ethnic groups, including German, Chinese and Russian. In spite of this multicultural identity, the Kyrgyz have managed to preserve their traditions and customs. Kyrgyzstan has emerged as a nation committed to freedom, progress and international cooperation. Focus of the new Kyrgyz state has been in the field of economy. It's implemented one of the fastest privatization programs in Central Asia. last 10 years this country probably made a lot of progress in many in many respects in the area of democracy in the area of market reforms this is the only country in former soviet union which is member of the wto land has been privatized markets have been created and this country has been able to achieve more or less what we call macroeconomic stability so i think overall uh, they have done very well Accounting for 40% of the GDP, agriculture is one of the most productive sectors of the economy. The government has made agriculture a priority development sector. The role of the private sector in agriculture continues to grow, with 90% of all farms being privately owned, following the land reform program. Kyrgyzstan is extremely rich in natural resources. 
with several hundred gold deposits, it's one of the largest gold producers in the region. It's also the world's third largest producer of mercury. 400 deposits of precious and semi-precious stones make mining and metallurgy the main contributors to the GDP. Abundance helps to generate electric power and irrigate agricultural land. It's an area with great opportunities for international companies. There is today great scope for collaboration between India and Kyrgyzstan. Over the last 10 years since Kyrgyzstan became independent, both countries have been working together to enhance cooperation in all fields. Tourism is another industry in which the Kyrgyz Republic has potential. Unusual beauty, unspoiled by civilization. This country seems to have been specially created for travel. From sultry lowlands to stern mountain ranges, the beauty of this land is boundless. Mountains, rivers, lakes and waterfalls of the country make the Kyrgyz Republic the Switzerland of Central Asia. For the tourists, there are immense opportunities. Hiking and trekking through open land and trails, rock climbing, hunting and skiing are available for the adventure enthusiasts. on the cultural trail, Kyrgyzstan offers special opportunities to experience the Silk Road as it winds through the country. The choice of recreation is widespread, with hotels to suit different budgets. so inclined, the nightlife of Bishkek is one of the best in Central Asia.
Lake Isikul is the blue pearl of Kyrgyzstan, the second largest highland lake in the world. It's one of the most important natural reservoirs in the planet. Isikul means hot lake in Kyrgyz, so named for its perennial waters that flow the year round, not freezing even in winter. Surrounded by the high ranges of Tian Shan, the clear waters of the lake hide many deep secrets. Archaeological discoveries obtained from the bottom of the lake give evidence of the existence of a highly developed civilization. It's believed that the air, sun and climate around Isikul have a special rejuvenative quality and are very good for the health. The Narin Valley is the largest in the inner Tian Shan, crossing the region from east to west. Flowing along the valley is the river Narin. Five hundred rivers and streams flow into it. Set against the backdrop of Mount Ala Mishik, Narin City is the administrative centre of the region. Built as a military fortress in 1865, today it's home to almost 45,000 people. Northwest from Narin is the lake Songkul, said to be the first thing the gods saw in the Tian Shan. The second largest lake in Kyrgyzstan after Isikul, it has about 18 streams flowing into the river, fed by melting seasonal snows. Changing colors of the lake, the snow-clad peaks against the blue sky, the wild beauty of the surrounding landscape overwhelms the senses and makes it easy to understand why this is called the land of the gods. India is a country of great geographical diversity and immense natural beauty. From the high Himalayas to the spectacular deserts, from the backwaters of Kerala to the exotic holy cities, it's a place you will never forget.
Endowed with gifts of nature, Kyrgyzstan and India have a lot to offer to the outside world. Rich natural resources, political stability and a favorable business environment make both countries ideal for investment. The Kyrgyz Republic has a potential in five sectors, I would say. Agriculture, agriculture processing, tourism, IT industry, hydroelectric power, and mining. I think these are the five areas which India is very good at. And I think in this country can serve a destination for Indians from two perspectives. One, as tourists. Two, as investors. And not only in terms of making private investment, but also in terms of advisory service, in terms of providing consultancy services, but more importantly, investing into the, into the economy of this country. The volume of trade between the countries is increasing every year. Bilateral ties are actively developing through the Kyrgyz-India Society for friendship and cultural relations. I am optimistic and looking forward to our bilateral cooperation. India is a special country, unlike any other country. India, for our country and citizens, has its special charm. In regard to its culture and history, I think our bilateral relations have a very bright future, and I can foresee it. Because India is in a distance of only two and a half hours flight between Bishkek and Delhi, and not far from other great cities of India. That's why I'm sure that our cooperation is a long one, and we appreciate India's efforts towards future cooperation. Kyrgyz President Aska Akaev visited India in March 1992. The visit saw both sides making commitments to cooperate in the political, economic and cultural fields. In September 1995, the Indian Prime Minister Narasimha Rao visited Kyrgyzstan. India extended aid worth $5 million to the Kyrgyz. The Indian economy with its diverse industries, burgeoning consumer market, 
skilled labor force, expanding areas of information technology and entrepreneurial private sector holds great promise. India's technical and economic cooperation program is of great interest to Kyrgyzstan. More than 60 Kyrgyz specialists from different ministries and departments have studied under the program, which has enabled them to learn from the Indian experience in developing state infrastructure, industrial technologies and the creation of small businesses. For us, very important, we uh, revolutions which uh, already happened in India were green revolution, white revolution, and revolution in IT. And of course, we uh, ask ourselves how India uh, achieved, how uh, India did these uh, accomplishments. And we would like to learn the lessons, and we would like to uh, get for us this experience is where our own experience and to use this experience of uh, Indians in the uh, development of their own country. Therefore, their um, relations with India, it's very important for us. And of course, I would like to underline uh, the concern of both countries uh, about the uh, fight against international terrorism. India, for a long time, were, uh, suffered from the, uh, terrorism. Kyrgyzstan, in 99, in the 2000, we, we collided with the attacks of uh, militants uh, of international terrorists. And, of course, we support the uh, policy of India, which would like to uh, fight against the terrorism and to eliminate of the sources of international terrorism. And this is a uh, field of uh, cooperation. It's important, not just for two countries. It's very important for mankind. It's important for regional security and the stability of international relations. India and Kyrgyzstan are two different countries, yet with so many things in common. Both have a history and a civilization that go back thousands of years. Both have produced epics which are among the greatest in the world, the Mahabharata and the Manas. Both countries have been equally blessed by Mother Nature. People of both the lands desire peace and prosperity. From the common ground of our past, we can sow the seeds of the future. Together, we can make a difference to the world we live in.